It's the Carlo Driggs Voodoo Dance Party Podcast, number 21. I am Wayne McKinnon, and I know last podcast I posted, I said I don't want to do any more announcing because I got tired of t- talking to myself. But we have a, po- uh, a guest is back, a co-host, doing it. Go ahead and say something. Jersey Mike, Carlo, wherever you're at, I hope you're helping the millions like I know you would help us. You're helping everybody. The world you're in, next world, we're trying to pay back forward to you and to what you did for us. Positivity. Well said, well said, Jersey Mike. So anyway, going to play a few songs from, because you brought up some good questions in the past. I'm not going to dig them out like they would do like a flashback. But do you remember on one of the early podcasts when we were doing it, this is like number one or two, you kind of questioned, did Carlo ever do any country music? Do you remember that? Honestly, with everything going on in my life, no, but I remember some form of it, so he probably indulged in a lot of different things we didn't realize. He did, he did, and I mentioned at the time when you you asked that question, it was like like three three quarters of a, through a podcast, I said, yes, there is a song I know of called... By the way, we are in outdoors, and we have a an onlooker black bird that you just heard there. It's not like we're in the tiki room at Disneyland. <laughs> hey, is that you, Carlo? I think that's Carlo as a bird looking over. So it is a black bird, like something from Harry Potter. Call that a crow. It is a looks like a, a crow of some sort. Not a big one, just a Vegas crow. Yeah. Well, Carlo, if that's you in bird form, we're doing your podcast, okay? (laughs) Just weird. Couldn't cue that on any better. It was a song called Country Girl from Tennessee. He likes it. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. This is going to be a classic podcast right here, I think. Anyway. He was talking to me about it when we were when I went down to visit him one time, and I asked him, "I go, was was there ever any studio studio recording of it?" He kind of shakes his like, "I don't know. It was so long ago." I did come across what I think was like a a soundstage rehearsal for it. Oh, cool! But it but but here's the thing: I found the actual studio recording that Paul Revere and the Raiders did. Doug, Danny, Ron, Paul, Omar, and Carlo. This is it. Here it is. Than your 
We have our own audience <laughs> as an expression for the birds. Yeah. We actually have birds. We have birds here. So, anyway, now, that, what did you think of Country Girl from Tennessee? I think that reminds me of a Miami Vice, New York City stuff of a young country girl up and coming and has no clue what the big city is going to hit them because that's reality. That's a good way to put it. You don't know what the reality is going to hit you in the face, if ever. <laughs> so, now, we've done... David Bowie, when we were doing the Uniqueties series, I called it. We'd done David Bowie, Guns N' Roses, and we did Prince as well. And you brought up a question that one time. You go, do you think the Raiders ever did anything Prince, or could they do Prince? And I'm like, I don't know, because that's kind of out of... But they did, didn't they? They did. <laughs> My God, did they ever. <laughs> so I had came across this. It was basically a... Um, a rehearsal tape, probably from stage, 1984. I think it was dated. You can see it down in the notes in the description because I played this last podcast, but I figured it's fitting right now. I started to listen to this tape, and what I thought was at the beginning of it was like, you know like they have at the beginning of a concert, they'll play the house music? Yeah. I thought it was house music that was being played. 
but it's not. That's a good word, concert. I can't wait to see one of them again. It was, it was, it, here it is, Paul Revere and the Raiders doing Go, let's go crazy, Prince. And I'm gonna let this is from that. This is from the the recording takes one and two, from the from the soundboard concert tape. Let's go crazy and light my fire. Uh. Here we go, both of them back to back.
I want to say to you, girl, we couldn't get much more. There's no time by the window now Darling, we can hold you And I love you cause I feel the time Come on, baby, light my fire Come on, baby, light my fire Try to set the night on your takes or thoughts about now that you find out the Raiders did do Prince let's go crazy I like uh, honestly light my fire I love their Prince rendition but light my fire was just classic yeah I mean I would have loved to have heard those in a venue because you could just see the band feeding off the energy in a situation like that I could just uh, oh well again as I was saying things are past let it go moving on forward all right so let's do Doug Peterson, he, Doug Peterson still uses his name now, okay? So Hello, Doug. Doug Peterson, a.k.a. Louie Go Home, his contribution to the podcast. He's been giving us a Raiders concert that was broadcast in 2002 from the Ride to the Wall Vietnam Memorial. This is like one of the first streaming ever concerts in the wow. internet. And luckily, Doug was able to get it. And this is part three into this uh, contribution to the podcast, Carlo Driggs' Voodoo Dance Party. This is the Raiders doing, let's see, I got my notes here, We Gotta Get Out of This Place in Armed Forces Radio. And you're going to hear it all the way it played out that day on the internet. Here we go. Oh, so young and pretty. 
So young and pretty And one thing I know It's true You're gonna be dead before Your time is due Yes you will song over Nam and uh, probably, the theme, probably the theme song uh, at, at any war. Yeah. Uh, get, uh, get me out of here, babies. All right, anyway, uh, I tell you, that was that was kind of the seed that, uh, that started this uh, this uh, Ride to the Wall CD here. And, uh, of course, if you buy this thing, we can't sell it here because there's kind of a law against that, but but you can buy it online. So you go to parvinthereaders.com. All the money goes to the vets. Little 16-page booklet in here. You got to read that, otherwise, because next time I see, I ask questions. So you got to read that. And uh, so this this kind of tells what all happened, and uh, when it started with with that. And we just started getting a, a lot of response from the vets. Who was thanking us for for thanking them. And I uh, started reminding every every audience wherever we go. If you know a Vietnam vet, give them a hug, welcome them home. You might be the first one to do it. So we always we always remind them to do that, and the vets appreciate that. And uh, we're trying to do our best. We've raised already a, a couple hundred thousand bucks already yeah. selling these little CDs, and every one we sell, we autograph. That's right. So if you, even if you ordered online, you get an autographed copy. So we one at a time, we just keep chugging away at this. And uh, so this, this is uh, this is a very very special to our heart, all this uh, CD. But anyway, uh, there's mostly it's it's done uh, with uh, music that was uh, uh, played on Armed Forces Radio back uh, in the old days there, and and uh, kind of kept the troops uh, kept their sanity. Uh, this one song that we're doing up here now was written by a Vietnam vet who uh, uh, is a gentleman out there. Just happened to have saved his life, Nikki. I'd love you, Nikki. And uh, he uh, he wrote. Uh, he saved this guy's life, and then this guy, he wrote a, wrote a song about, uh, about Armed Forces Radio, and, uh, and the band put the music to his words, and, uh, and then the band all jumped in there together. Next thing you know, we had a song. So uh, it's called Armed Forces Radio, a little tribute to Adrian Cronauer. Radio help carry us through a war in the land of last patties where every vet knew the score. 
Saved old Tommy's life over there. Tommy wrote that song. And uh, in that song, uh, it talks about Adrian Cronauer, Good Morning Vietnam disc jockey, and uh, that uh, Robin Williams played in the movie. And uh, Adrian Cronauer lives right here in Washington, D.C. 
but I actually met him down in uh, Las Vegas. We were down there, and I looked him up, and I said, dude, you got to help me out. We've got this project. We want to do an album here. We want to pick the right songs. So he helped us pick uh, some of the material to go on the Ride to the Wall album, and we're going to give you a little sample of some of the stuff off of here. It's uh, way All right, so there you have it, Armed Forces Radio. we got to get out of your place from thinking about it. That's like about 19, 20 years ago. One of the first like internet concerts ever broadcast on the internet when this was before YouTube. This was before Spotify. So that gets us into the next three songs, which are some songs on another unmarked tape. That what's that John John Travolta, Livy Newton John, the um, Greece Greece. Think of it as a song from Greece almost, okay. or Sha Na Na, something from Carlos' early career. This is a song called "I'm a Fool." Mesmerized with your love You've got me hypnotized with your eyes One call from you and I fly In the night and kill a dragon for you Cause you're the power I need Sometimes I think it's a dream I'd be your king or a knight And wear my armor, baby, just for you Cause I'm a fool thinking as, as it started I thought I said to myself Meatloaf on his part when he was in Rocky Horror Picture Show 
that's what it reminds me of that song because it's Sounds obviously like a demo. Carl having fun. Carl having and because he did have a connection. He did play, believe it or not, in like twelve different run plays productions in Chicago. He did play Frankenfurter in Rocky Horror. Uh. <laughs> Never seen a picture. I think he hit them all, but I asked him about that once. So. I like that one. All right, so the next song on here, we played this song, Fifth Avenue, Naked City. It's a, we played maybe three or four different times, different varieties of quality. And this one is probably the best one yet. And I could almost picture an 80s version of this song, the Raiders doing it. It's like that video you shot him by the Venetian. Is this the one? No, no. I know the one you're talking about, but that's a different one. This is one, I, I have a feeling this could have been a demo for the Raiders. Don't know. Non-labeled tape. Tell me what you think.
right, now you just made a comment about what that sounded like. Bay City Rollers. It does. It really does sound like the Bay City Rollers. I mean, it's just too there. Yeah, that really does sound like the Bay City Rollers. Because I was commenting how that the backup vocals at the end sounds like something the Raiders. It would have been like Danny or something. But, yeah, I think you nailed it on the head. Late 70s Bay City Rollers-like thing. But still, that's the cleanest version that we have so far. Fifth Avenue, Naked City. All right, last song. Sounds like something, a song that might be used in a Broadway production or something. Superstar of Love. And again, this is the cleanest version that I have, we've come across on going through Carl's archive of tapes. Superstar of Love.
Go ahead. It was a kid I used to went to go to school with when I was in freshman. He used to go because his friend Dunn used to play very good guitar, very yeah. good guitar. I don't know if they ever made it or anything, but he used to go like that's like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you hit like like you were talking about that. Yeah. Uh, well, as I was saying, you know, great song, not quite what you'd hear on the radio, maybe FM or B-side filler, but then Don Kirshner rock concerts, roll the credits. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect way to end the podcast. Excellent.